Welcome to The Output Habit, a podcast aimed at helping you go from thinking about things to actually doing something about it. I know you've got great ideas. I believe everybody does. Now let's make something happen. All right. Well, as I said, it's good to, good to meet you. How are things in, uh, in Oregon today? Uh, good. Yeah, it's uh, warmer today than it's been. We don't, we don't get things quite as cold as uh, where you, uh, what state? I know your city because I always see the screenshot of your weather <laughs> app, but what state yeah. are you in? I'm in Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. So we so don't, uh, don't get that cold. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of central-ish Wisconsin, a little bit south, a little bit east of the middle, um, about halfway between Great. Milwaukee and Green Bay and uh, a little less than an hour inland from the lake, Lake Michigan. Cool. Have you lived there for, uh, like, did you grow up there? No, actually. um, I was born in Michigan, actually, which is why I'm a a Wolverines fan. Um, Grew up in Illinois uh, because my dad uh, teaches uh, psychology at uh, Trinity International University. Um, that's where, where Ted's is also located, but he teaches on the undergraduate side. Um, and when I graduated uh, college, I started working. My first ministry position was in um, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, which is like just directly east of here, right on the lake. So we moved inland when I took the job here at the, at the, at the church three and a half years ago. Well, I took the job three and a half years ago. We moved two and a half years ago. Okay. So yeah. So I, I basically spent all my adult life in Wisconsin, but grew yeah. up grew up in in Illinois, but born in we're born in uh, in Michigan. So just making my way around Lake Michigan. <laughs> That's right. How yeah. about you? Cool. Yeah, I was uh, I born basically well, I was born in California. Uh, spent okay. a year there that I have no remembrance of, and then um, and then my parents moved up here to Portland. And we've been here ever since. So I was raised just a little bit outside of Portland um, in a town called Troutdale, little suburb. And uh, now we live in Portland proper and trying to escape as quickly as possible. (laughs) (laughs) So are you you looking to move and go elsewhere then? Um, Well, right now uh, we are looking to just move slightly outside of Portland. Um, oh, okay. To a smaller suburb. Um, there's a big, so we have three kind of counties um, that intersect around Portland. And mm-hmm. the big one is uh, particularly cumbersome to run a business in and stuff. So, oh, sure. um, yeah. Also, um, I'm going to just, are we like actually podcasting here so far? I mean, I can edit, you know, whatever we want to. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm of the, just kind of let it roll and let people just keep it. Yeah. Keep it good. Yeah. Just, you know, I'll probably include it all. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> to, to maybe get a little bit formal ish, um, just to kind of set things up, you know, I've been trying to, um, you know, my, my podcast is primarily me just kind of sharing my own thoughts about my own journey in, in business and things like that. But I've also been trying to interview people that I think, um, can add value and are encapsulating a lot of the principles that I talk about, you know, bringing it back to output, like who's, who do I see? Who's like got good habits of output and putting stuff out there. So like, I've had like my brother on, he's a personal trainer and in the fitness industry and he's putting stuff out there and, and, uh, making, making progress towards fitness goals, as well as towards his own business and trying to, to build clients. So we had a good conversation around that. Um, And of course, you're somebody that, you know, this is the first time we've really talked in person, uh, but we've kind of stumbled across each other on social media as we're both kind of seems to me that we've latched on to the principles that Darren Doan and and, uh, the things that he's talked about on the Doan cast and each tried to apply that in our respective areas. So it just made sense to me to like, hey, here's somebody who's like doing the things that I'm trying to do and is doing a great job and seeing his content all the time and making me excited to hear about like, okay, what kind of crawl space is he getting into today? And um, just seeing the way that you're applying that into your context and and thinking about, okay, how can I use that in mind as well? So it's just kind of been a, an iron sharpens iron. Thought it'd be a good conversation to talk about, you know, kind of how you got into that and 
make some content that you'd be able to use and uh, and put out there so people that you might connect with in a business sense could get some of the story behind uh, Pest Patrol. And uh, at the yeah. same time, my listeners could hear like, hey, here's a guy who's doing things that I'm talking about in a different way, but the principles are still still the same. Right. Yeah, that's great. Absolutely. So you've been in Portland since you were a kid. Um, how did you get started into the pest control uh, industry? Um, so this is the second pest control company I've started. Um, oh, I started okay. one about nine years ago uh, that I did. It was like really, really niche. Um, oh, okay. it, was, it was trapping uh, moles and gophers. So I don't know, do okay. you have moles and gophers there? Um, I, I think we do. Um, I, I just, I'm not, I mean, I, ha, they have never bothered me, you know, from a residential standpoint. Um, <laughs> yeah, great. I mean, I, so, but we have a lot, we have a lot of them here. So we have a lot of forest land here in Portland. Portland is literally just built in a, inside of a forest. Um, okay. so lots of woodland and, uh, moles love woodland. And then we've got kind of more arid in the South of Portland okay. and gophers love, um, you know, kind of farmland, that type of stuff. Um, and uh, so that's my my initial my initial kind of pest control journey was starting that I was doing bookkeeping for my father in law, and um, he owned a chain of oil change shops called Oil Ken Henry's. Okay. Um, so he was a franchise of Oil Ken Henry's, um, and so I was doing. Did he start that franchise chain himself? No, he was okay. a franchisee. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, um, so you have Portland and then just south of Portland is a town called Salem. It's the capital of Oregon. Mm -hmm. And, um, so he had six, um, quick lube stores in down in the Salem area oh, nice. um, that he had built up. So he had been doing it for like 30 years. And, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, so I did bookkeeping and kind of general admin stuff for him part-time. Okay. This was like nine years ago. And then, um, and then I started this pest control business part-time um, because uh, he was an entrepreneur. So he was really big on like, hey, just start something, just do something, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> I literally I literally built it up part-time for uh, like four years and then I ended up selling it because we hit the point where it was like, I'm either going to go full-time into working with my father-in-law or full-time into this small okay. business that I've built. Um, and um, I felt like I had, gotten most of what I needed and wanted to get out of the process of building a small business um at least just starting it creating the brand learning some mm -hmm. marketing customer service but I hadn't had a whole lot of experience in the corporate more um you know franchise world so I felt like that was the bigger value for me so I jumped into okay. that and then he ended up selling that um in 2020 so October 2020 he uh, you know everything was just nuts and uh corporate uh mm -hmm. it, it it went and got bought out by a bunch of people but basically corporate gave him an offer to buy out his stores okay. um, and uh and i was like well i can either start another oil change shop um mm -hmm. which was a massive financial burden to do mm -hmm. um, and way over my head like okay. commercial real estate stuff for that is just way out of my league okay um, or i could uh start it i could start another pest control company but this time not be so niche on trapping mm -hmm. moles and gophers but a straight up full-fledged pest control company so I got all the licensing and certification for that um okay. and yeah and jumped in so we're like a year and a half old right now <laughs> oh wow okay yeah yeah I didn't realize you get the pest patrol was that was that new or that recent that's pretty cool yep yep so how did um how did you come across, I'm, I'm guessing maybe you stumbled across Darren Doan and, and content communication and, and brand building and that sort of stuff. How did that start for you? Yeah, so um, I'm a Christian. I think that's fairly obvious. Um, Very sure. Most, most of my stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I, I've, for the last maybe 10 or 12 years, I've been very much a part of like um, following the, the Doug Wilson community and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And uh, so I got, I think the first, I don't know, like early documentaries from Darren Doan, like um, when he did like the Saving Christmas 
uh, um, the, the, the second amendment one that he did, um, yeah. the family one, but uh, they grow mm-hmm. up fast. Right. Um, and, uh, so I got really hooked on his stuff around those ones and collision and all this. Um, so I was just kind of generally following him as like, Oh, he's a cool, like filmmaker. And then when he made that big shift a few years ago to the hardcore content, um, communication stuff, I've basically been following him since, since I found out about that. Um, which was, I think pretty close to when it started. Um, I don't know, 2018 or 2017 or so. Um, but yeah, I think I stumbled across a, I think he was on cross politics or something. And I stumbled across that and then found his podcast. And yeah, I've been following since. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I, I first heard about Darren Doe and like I stumbled across Apology Radio first back in like yeah. 2013. Um, and so I heard about Darren Doan through Jeff Durbin because he would talk about showing the the collision documentary yeah. at the uh, the rehab facility where he used to work. Uh, yeah. And so I, so I started hearing about him then and I would get maybe some, th- some things through American Vision when, um, um, you know, David Shannon and Marcus Pittman were, were kind of over in that realm and then had their crown rights media and Darren Doan would, would yeah. come in. I think I watched um watched the video that he put out uh or, or he, he was doing a, a talk or something like that for a, a, maybe it was a lot of homeschool students or something and he talked about the 30 sunrises challenge and so yeah, yeah. kind of followed followed along here and there as well watched the the keep in bear and the i can't remember what the name of the his his family home movies documentary was that um, one they grow up fast they grow up fast that's it yeah yeah so we watched watch that one so i just kind of have followed along um and then i don't think i saw the podcast until they started releasing them on the fight laugh feast network um, oh yeah in, like right. in the spring so like i saw you know, i haven't been able to attend any of their conferences or rallies but i've been you know a club member so i've been able to go back and watch and so i saw his darren Doan's talk which was only like seven eight minutes long compared to everybody else's like 45 minutes hour hour 15 something like that he's just like seven, eight minutes, you know, pulls out his phone's like, you need to be on this or you don't exist. And that's all he needed. Um, so that just kind of got my wheels started turning, you know, late spring, uh, and the early summer and just bit by bit, just tried to find ways to implement it. Um, and that's, you know, been, been my story ever since. So it's, it's been a, you know, seven, eight, nine month. No, not, not nine yet. Seven or eight month journey for me so far, but that's yeah. cool. so how, how have things been going um, for you? So you've been trying to implement some of these things for a while now. Is that right? Yeah. Well, and to back it up, even before Darren Doan, uh, mm-hmm. Gary Vaynerchuk was really the initial inspiration for me with content creation. But um, again, so that so I stumbled across Gary V um, like maybe 2015 or something. Oh, okay. uh, but I was in the process of I had then moved to the director of operations role in that oil change right, right. franchise. And I literally was, com- they had your hands completely tied. Sure. So like I reached out to their advertising team. I'm like, can I start a, uh, a Twitter account for my shops? Can I start anything? Can I do a YouTube? Can I do mm-hmm. even just documenting what I'm doing? And they're like, no, if it has our brand associated to it, you may produce nothing without our all of our approval first. Oh, and man. they basically... So they were pretty unwilling because they're, they're like a global company, you know, so right, right. they don't want me messing up their brand. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but, so I really was like, I was chomping at the bit to do this. And then when I initially launched my business, everything was just so crazy starting this business um, mm-hmm. that it wasn't even really on my radar. Like sure. I had always wanted to do it, you know, back when I had my Kush office gig and then I <laughs> launched into crawling under people's houses and had no time and everything yeah. was like just total chaos and uh and so it hasn't been until kind of i hired a couple employees that first year and i've kind of got my feet under me a little bit coming into this you know second year and um not totally drowning anymore and now i'm like okay now you know how can we add some fuel to this fire and do content stuff so yeah, yeah. that's my journey's been a little weird um in that regard 
but yeah, I've only been implementing it. Gosh, I mean, it hasn't been more than three or four months, maybe. Okay. I mean, um, ever since I started appearing on LinkedIn, LinkedIn was my first, Mm -hmm. you know, real place where I was consistently posting. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So so I've been following you about as long as you've been doing it then. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. That was right. That was like right when I started. Um, Okay. And I kind of found you and some of the other guys that are in, I don't know, that same circle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. These, these followers of of the dome cast in one way or another. That's right. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So um, how, how is that going? Like, have you noticed any, any difference so far? Like, are, are there any success stories or is it still kind of in the grind and plant seeds uh, stage for you? Yeah, um, definitely. Mostly uh, planting seeds, right? Um, but we've, I mean, yeah, I've had countless success stories already. Um, we've gotten a lot of business from especially through the LinkedIn side of it because a lot of my stuff is like um, property management companies right Mm -hmm. that need service and stuff and a lot of times they'll have a vendor that they use or a couple vendors and like they don't they're not super thrilled with them they don't really like them but they don't have anyone else and they don't have time to go and find someone else sure so when they get pinged with a notification in their inbox that hey here's this new pest control guy and then they're able to watch all the content, build a relationship, build trust. It's okay. been amazing. Um, nice. So even in the short short time, LinkedIn, especially with content for me, has been very very um, beneficial. And also Facebook, uh, I do a lot of posting on Facebook, sort of in my personal friends, mm-hmm. you know, feed, um, and that's been really helpful in just building my uh, brand and reputation. And I I maybe have two hundred or two hundred fifty friends on Facebook but it's really solidified like um my sort of reputation and place within my Facebook community so I've gotten quite a few of just my own friends that have reached out hey um you know come do my crawl space come help me with this um because I've just I've been posting a tremendous amount of content in there you know so um yeah so I've definitely seen quite a bit of success but I would say Mark the main like kind of my main success so far that I've found has been narrowing in my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, like figuring out these are the things I like, these are the messages that I feel are just bulletproof and that I can push all the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, here's like some trouble areas. This is what I'm bad at, you know, this is what I'm good at. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that, like just figuring out your messaging, figuring out what you want to stand behind I yeah. just would never have found out if I hadn't posted 500 pieces of content, you know, right, like right. The, just the process of posting the content has really, um, it has shaped and honed where my business is headed, mm-hmm. not because I'm getting all these customers necessarily, which it is bringing in some, but just yeah. because it's helping me to be more clear um, mm-hmm. on how I want to communicate. So, yeah, yeah, I've definitely found that too. You know, I'll post something on and some things will be like, yeah, I really like that. I mean, I like, you know, the way that I did it. I like some of the, the creative things that I did with it, but I really like this as a representation of me. And then other, other things I'll, I'll post or whatever, like, yeah, I, I said that. And that's the message that I came across. And yeah, that's probably what I was thinking that day. But I don't know if that's really represents, you know, what I that's what right. I want to. I don't know if that really says exactly what I want to. And, you know, maybe that's that is what I was thinking that day. But you know, the next day or whatever, that's not, that's not quite where I'm at anymore. Um, so yeah, yeah, it it definitely is a refining process for yourself uh, and helping you to figure out exactly what kind of content you want to, to create and what kind of message you want to convey. So that's, that I've definitely, um, found that to be the case for myself as well. And even personally, like I've had a couple brothers, like pull me aside and, um, you know, obviously some of the, some of the, insight and criticism you have to take with a a bit of a grain of salt um Mm -hmm. but like i mean i've had brothers that have been like hey bro you know love the grind but like hey some of those posts are coming across as like really cocky or Mm. um you know what and and had some really helpful like not you know a lot of their insight is like hey bro you really just need to post less that type of thing (laughs) um which 
again, some of that I take with a grain of salt, but some of it is like really good at just shaving off some of the edges of like, wow, that, mm-hmm. no, that was like, I was, I was in a bad mindset when I posted that I was just trying mm-hmm. to, uh, mm-hmm. to show off about, you know, something I did, like, but thanks for calling me out on that, you know? Um, yeah. And uh, so that's been really cool just personally. It, and it's like in ways that I would never have probably gotten that uh, feedback, you know, yeah. um, in just a normal setting when I'm just interacting. Cause I don't, I'm not generally gonna come across as super like braggadocious. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, but when, you know, social media is really good at drawing out the essence of who you are, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, so if you're a liar, you're going to lie on social media. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, and um, and I think that's good. I think it helps people. It helps distill who you are and it helps people to be able to pinpoint like, oh, hey, maybe you should maybe you should work on that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. I was just having a conversation with somebody recently about, you know, your news feed um, and how, you know, there's there, there's there's pros and cons with everything but one of the pros of having an algorithm that pays attention to what you're doing is that you know it sho- it shows you more of what you tell it to show you um so like when you are liking or commenting on certain types of content it's going to show you more of that and so just being able to be more intentional about like yeah i do want to hear more of this i do want to see more of this either because it's helpful it's educational it's inspiring or this is maybe some content that represents some of the best of what my opposition is. And so I'd like to interact with more of what I disagree with, but it's presented and represented by somebody who's articulate and is actually thoughtful. And I'm going to get good, helpful challenge uh, from those, uh, those, but so like, I feel like my, my news feeds, you know, whether it's um, on um, Facebook or what I see on LinkedIn now, or what even comes at me at TikTok, you know, by, by this point, most of the stuff that comes at me on, even on TikTok, which is a little bit crazy and wild, <laughs> um, is, is still like, yeah, a, a lot of that stuff is, is good or helpful, you know, like, you know, Elon Musk, you know, or uh, Jordan Peterson or, um, you know, Jeff Durbin or Douglas Wilson, you know, I, I, the, a lot of the stuff, you know, I still have to swipe through some nonsense, but a lot of the stuff that's coming at me is like, if I do pause and, and watch this quick thing, it's something that's still going to be encouraging or, or helpful or motivating or something along those lines. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like I don't get as much negative stuff on social media as some people, you know, t- complain about. And I think it's just because I don't interact with <laughs> the nonsense very much. I just kind of skip over it. And so the algorithm, yeah. okay, I guess I won't show you more of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of, I sort of, uh, I, I enjoy um, carefully picking fights. Um, sure. And so uh, I tend to get myself into trouble sometimes anyways with that. <laughs> um, but usually that's because of what I'm posting, not necessarily because of what I'm, you know, uh, okay. interacting. Yeah, I'm the same way. I just, like, if I don't appreciate what the person has to say, I usually just kind of ignore it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um, so I don't, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I don't know. didn't know how much time you still have. No, you're today, good. I'm, but... I'm pretty flexible. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so as you've kind of gotten into it for the last few months here, um, do you feel like you've kind of have found a rhythm in terms of, you know, this is how much time I can devote to this part of the business. I mean, obviously you're still, you got to make time for, um, getting into those crawl spaces and, and making time for setting the schedules and, yeah. Uh, probably doing the books and and all sorts of stuff so how, how have you kind of come to you know kind of set a routine and, and and maybe even triage sometimes and just like okay i at least need to do this when it comes to the content creation side of of your business yeah i think um so the short answer is no i have not figured out okay. that <laughs> um currently um i've sort of more jumped into another season of absolute chaos um, <laughs> uh, but um i'm i do have i've got like a schedule for the the types of content that i would like to have put out um each day but 
I'm still trying to hone that in. So like one of the things I'm actually implementing this coming week is I'm going to start doing more ride-alongs with my guys again so that I can video content them and their work. Um, That's so that cool. it, there, it's not just seeing me or seeing me sitting in my office or seeing me in my front yard or whatever it is, you know, just trying to make content, um, getting more out in the field so that it's just more useful to people, more enjoyable. They get to see the team. Um, the guys feel like they're able to really get brought into that process. So that's one thing I really want to do more of. Um, and then, um, so hopefully this isn't a complete fail of an answer because again, I answered no, I'm bad at this. Um, but uh, I want to do better at like batching. So doing, um, you know, Mondays, I'm going to record three podcasts and then that I'll be able to post those throughout the next week or two weeks. Um, so I'm still figuring out how to do that well and how to manage that. Um, but it is basically at the top of my priority list of, um, of sort of tasks and roles right now uh, for myself. And so I'm putting a pretty high premium on it. And I feel a sense of urgency because you kind of get that exponential growth over time as you're putting out this content that will exist yeah. forever. Um, I do feel a sense of urgency to sort of just put it out, figure out how I'm going to fit it into all the rest of my schedule mm -hmm. um, as I go. So, I, so I'm learning and growing in that, but I would say I have not figured out really how to balance it well yet. Yeah. Just being yeah. honest. <laughs> and I, you know, I've never been, you know, a, a traditional business owner of, of any kind or, or really had much experience with that. I don't think I never even worked, you know, in a small business context as an employee. Um, but it, it, it's, it's seemed to me or become apparent to me that, you know, a business owner who has some employees, uh, it, it seems to me, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that his primary role is really creating work so that his employees right. have jobs. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah. marketing, you know, making those connections, getting things set up so that, you know, Monday morning comes around and, and the guys have, you know, good honest work to be able to do to earn a paycheck to support their families that's right yeah and then creating yeah you've got like the sales and marketing side that if you don't do your business just dies right and then assuming you have enough business then you have you know the business owner and, and management's role is to create the processes and procedures by which people can actually win in their jobs right yeah. um because it's great to have all the sales but then if your team doesn't know what the heck to do then it's pointless right so yeah but absolutely that is probably I, I think especially right now in the business it being so young mm -hmm. like my guys know what they're doing they're trained pretty well um at this point and they're extremely trustworthy um so my main task is not as much overseeing and managing them because i just trust them with everything i have um mm -hmm. but is more building the business itself that's good. And, and that requires a certain skill set, too, is to have those people skills and to know when you can trust people that much to yeah. delegate so much that you can be freed up to, to work and focus on those other things, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's cool. Um, so do you have any words of, of wisdom or, or, or general advice for someone who maybe isn't in the pest control industry, but someone who is a business owner? who is maybe learning about content creation, wondering like, is this something that I want to get into? Um, and how would I do that? Um, any words of advice for somebody in that kind of a situation? Yeah, so to take, um, to take the content creation side of that, um, yeah, my advice would be do it. Um, <laughs> find, um, you know, find people that are doing it well and follow them. Mm -hmm. even if they have nothing to do with your industry, you know, we connected over LinkedIn and yeah. that's been one of the things I've found is like for myself personally, the creative process, like keeping inspiration high, keeping motivation high, yeah. um, keeping like my creative mind rolling um, is very much uh, predicated upon like following guys like you that I literally have not like, I mean, you're Christian, um, you know, sure. and you do content creation, but like, I don't know you from Adam outside <laughs> of that, right? Right, right. Um, and, but yet, like, 
we've built up a relationship on multiple social media platforms now mm -hmm. and and you're part of you know not that like i don't use you but like you know you're part of my creative process you know your sure. content is yeah, um, yeah. and uh it, you know and darren Doan is and mm -hmm. gary v is and all yeah. these different people that are part of your feed and so i think surrounding yourself if i could do this all over again i would yeah just surround myself with uh people that um inspire me that motivate me to to do that well um to show me how to do it to inspire yeah. me on the days that i feel like crap and don't want to do it you know that i can go and see like he woke up today and he went and ran in zero degree temperatures <laughs> you know so i need to stop being a baby right like it, it's great um it's community is what it is yeah um, yeah it really is so uh that would be on the content side and then just yeah jumping in and just creating but darren jones says it gary v says it just create and then like you you figure it out mm -hmm. like you know just from necessity you figure out how to do video editing you figure out how to do audio you figure out how to do photo editing like mm -hmm. um you figure out tips of what works what catches the eye what things people engage with yeah um, what things fell flat on their face what things make people really mad you figure all that stuff out only yeah. by doing you know mm -hmm. um so that would be my encouragement is just do it um take criticism uh seriously but with a grain of salt and recognize that this is you're kind of on the cutting edge right now of what is coming down the pipeline for the internet mm -hmm. Yeah. and it's gonna it's hard for people to to see it it's hard for them to be gracious to it um but it's gonna hit them smack in the face mm -hmm. and so they're, they're gonna see in 10 years like holy smokes i missed the boat on this you know <laughs> so encourage them to come but also like when they push back and say hey you're posting like five times a day i don't see anything in my news feed except uh pest patrol like, <laughs> like yeah i i'm I have kids, like I have four kids, you know, I have a yeah. rent to pay, like, you know, I apologize. <laughs> you can unfollow me if you, if you would like. <laughs> have you had anybody say any of that to you? I, yeah, I've had people say, yeah, you know, man, it just feels like everything I see is, is your business. Some of them have been saying you really need to stop. Some of it have just been saying, wow, you're posting a lot. Um, but what I ask them is I say, how many followers do you have? You know, Instagram. <laughs> You're the only thing I see on Instagram. I'm like, how many followers do you have? They say I have 124 followers. I'm like, well, that's your problem. Like, nobody, most people have way more than that. Like, your average Instagram user, you know, has hundreds and hundreds or thousands of of followers if they're consistently engaged in that community, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, um, most people are going to be seeing thousands of posts, thousands of advertisements. So, your five is not going to do any damage to them. <laughs> right and the way in the way darren don't puts him it, it's like it's a swipe <laughs> like if you don't want to yeah, look at it right. it's a swipe <laughs> you know yeah. i inconvenienced you this much <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um and it's just the way the world yeah it's just hard it's hard for it's i think it's tough for people to um again when they don't have responsibility for building up your company right, right? Mm -hmm. um like the reason why i post i i enjoy posting but i post because i'm trying to build a company i'm trying to make sure that my team has you know food and google right. advertisements are so ridiculously expensive right now i did <laughs> ad, i did google ads i spent eighty thousand dollars on google ads last year oh man um i've done it been there done that mm -hmm. it's but it's so expensive um yeah. that it's just not worth it right so i'm like so if you would like to come and uh you know, spend that money on the Google ads so that you don't have to see my six, my six Instagram posts, like then right. by, by all means, I'll stop posting. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, until then, like, this is how I'm going to build my business. So. Right. Yeah. And, and you and I are, we're both trying to, to make posts that hopefully nobody really minds to see at the very yeah. least like, oh, that's interesting. Or that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's like, even if like, yeah. it, it's not going to lead to anything in regards to business, like, oh, that's hey, right. that's cool that Gabe's doing that today or that Mark did that today. Or, you know, this is what he's doing with his running. This is what he's doing with his family. And, you know, we're always trying to add value. 
in in our posts um so hopefully you know we continue to get better at that too so that even if people are seeing our stuff all the time they're happy about it <laughs> that's right yeah and it, it i would say one of the things i've found in that regard is you have a lot less catching up to do when like particularly on facebook is where most of my friends and family live sure um and so like i'll just i'll get together like at a party or a family reunion and like people will just be like hey so how did that crawl space job go or hey you know i right. heard you're doing this and it's like oh wow we don't actually have to really catch up you've been staying current with what's going on in my life you know like i know that you have that um that big race coming up in like yeah. a month right <laughs> At the i end know of the month, more yeah. yeah i know more about what you're doing than you know my uncle that's sure. not on social media that yeah. i just happen to never interact with right? I don't know what he's doing at the end of the month, but I know what you're doing, right? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. As many of you know, I'm a big fan of habits, and I'm in the process of cultivating uh, output habits that are hopefully going to be of service to other people and be a blessing to them, but I know that my my input is what uh, sustains and supports my output. Uh, so good in, um, equals uh, good out. Um, so one of the, the input habits that I have that's important to me is taking vitamins every day. Um, I take a men's pack uh, by Neutralite. Uh, it comes in a box and in that box are 30 packets. Um, and in each packet that you can just tear open is a multivitamin that gives me 24 essential vitamins and minerals. There is a concentrated fruits and vegetables tablet that gives me around five servings of fruits and vegetables in, in one serving there. And there's an omega-3 fatty acid that supports brain health and cardiovascular health. And there's an extended release vitamin C uh, that over the course of eight hours continues to release that vitamin C into my system. Uh, so for uh, the cost of, it breaks down to less than $1.50 a day. Um, for, for each one of these these packets, uh, which is less than a cup of coffee in most places, last time I checked, um, I get uh, this foundational uh, level of, of, of health. It gives me just a really, really good baseline. Of course, I still try to eat as healthy as I can throughout the day, but I know I'm not always eating every color of vegetable and uh, and fruit out there. I'm not eating a lot of fish. Um, so being able to to get those servings of fruits and vegetables in there, to get uh, my bases covered for my uh, vitamins and minerals for the day, and uh, to be able to have the um, the brain health and and the the cardiovascular health that coming from those uh, omega threes, as well as my immune system, all of that for less than uh, a buck fifty a day, um, is has been a really really good deal for me. It, it fits well into my budget as well as into my lifestyle i can just grab one of those packets and and, and take it with me to, to uh, tear open and have whenever i need it uh, i like to take it with a meal either breakfast or lunch um, especially when I'm, I'm packing for a trip if i'm going away for a weekend or going on vacation with the family i can just grab one of those for each of the days that i'm gone and not mess with a bunch of bottles or vitamin containers just super convenient and uh, just a great peace of mind uh, for myself, knowing that um, you know whatever may may come that day from a nutrition standpoint, I'm I'm starting off on a good foot. Uh, so if that sounds like something that would perhaps fit into um, anyone else's lifestyle, I'm always happy to answer questions about uh, any of the supplements that I represent. Uh, Want to be able to to help and to serve others, and uh, if I can uh, help them optimize their health uh, as well. And I can always be reached at the Output Habit at Gmail dot com. And I hope you have a, a great rest of your day and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Very cool. Uh, well, I don't know if I had any other questions. I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to, uh, to add. I can let you get back to, to the family, but I just really enjoyed hearing you know, your perspective and getting to know, know a little bit more about the man behind the posts that I've been seeing. Um, and it was really cool to actually hear you touching on at least two or three different things that I've done podcast episodes on. I don't know if you know, are familiar with mine at all. Um, but at the end of the summer, I think is when I started my first episode was just start. So it's like, I was preaching to myself yeah. at the same time as to anybody else who's thinking about like just starting something, whether it has to do with business or content creation or whatever it is, I'm trying to keep, you know, my principles applicable to anybody who's just like 
trying to do more and get outside of their head more uh, in, in whatever way it is. Um, and so like the first principle is like, like just start, like just do something and start learning by doing. And so that was something that came up in our conversation today. And I'm just like, like, there it is. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's huge. And I think a lot of people need that. They just need, you know, the spark plugs. They just need to start the thing. And then a lot of the other stuff figures itself out. Um, I'm curious, uh, on your end, you know, um, yeah, I, uh, so I know you're you're a pastor yep. at church, right? Yeah, um, youth, youth and, and counseling. And, so I'm I'm an associate youth, pastor. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yep. Um, and then um, and then you are selling uh, products through your business, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm curious how. Uh, obviously, this is your podcast, but um, if I'm allowed to ask, I of course, of course, hear how how that's going for you, what you've seen, you know, have you seen effects of your content stuff within your church community? Um, and how has that affected your business? Um, and, and, and all that. Yeah. Um, so maybe just kind of, kind of back up to when, uh, well, I guess I should really go back three years to when I was, I was between jobs, um, I, I was working for a parachurch uh, youth um, ministry in Sheboygan. So I was just mainly primarily doing youth, but in a parachurch context, not in a, in a church context. And I was there for uh, a good long time and enjoyed it, loved it. Great environment to, to, to be in. And um, it, the position really fit and suited a lot of my abilities and gifts and stuff. I mean, I, <laughs> our director asked me to put on a, um, like instead of doing like a, like a 5k fun run type fundraiser, he's like, Hey, could you like basically build like a, a mud run, like an obstacle course, like on yeah. our property, like we had like 17 and a half acres or so there and, and, and a pond. And so we would go through that. And, um, and I was like, you really want me to like, yeah. So like, it was just like <laughs> a lot of that kind of stuff where it just was, you know, right in my wheelhouse in so many different ways. Um, and and uh, my, my, my time came up. So like I got 11 years there when most ministry directors got like three, maybe six. Um, but my, my term did eventually come, come up uh, and I, I needed to, to find another job. And um, it took a while. It took a little longer than I thought it was going to. But um, I, that was when I was um, interviewing at the church here, um, but also looking at other, other uh, avenues like other like what are the different ways to, to make money? I've only really, you know, been in a, a ministry context. Um, you know, if, if I needed to generate income and wealth myself, you know, how would I, how would I go about doing that? And it's like, if I can't get employed somewhere, <laughs> uh, you know, what, what other options are there to me? And uh, so there's a bunch of different things that came along the way and um, ended up getting connected with uh, some folks who were doing things uh, you know, with, with the Amway business opportunity in a way that maybe some other similar, you know, network marketing companies, or maybe even other similar Amway folks, you know, would do it in a way that maybe I couldn't connect or resonate very well with and go like, yeah, that's, you know, you know, it's not illegal. It's not illegitimate, but it's just, <laughs> just, it's just not the way that I perhaps want to go about things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I was like the way you guys are doing it. Yeah. I, I, I see that. Um, and so while I was, you know, still in the process of getting, you know, hired at the church, I was also pursuing that. And, and I thought it was a good thing to, to have a diversified income. Um, you know, Ecclesiastes, I can't remember, I don't know if it's seven something talks about, you know, invest in seven ventures, you know, even eight. And so like just the wisdom of having a, a diversified income. So like, I've, I've also been in the process, you know, of listening to Apology Radio and Cross Politic and things like that. And just developing more wisdom around, you know, economics and wealth creation and, oh, and American vision, you know, that'd be another big one too. That's kind of really affected me. And so I've come to think about politics differently. I've come to think about economics and business differently than I, than I used to. And that's kind of been like a decade long journey. And I've just kind of found like, I've come to embrace some of these things in theory. And this has kind of been, I guess, low hanging fruit for me to be able to because uh, the barriers to entry are so low, um, you know, you talked about like, you know, this big financial burden to take on, you know, like a franchise opportunity or something like that, like, because the barrier to entry is so low, you get a lot of nonsense. 
um, but it does allow for anybody um, to be able to, to get there, just like social media. Like it's easy for anyone to, to set up account and post stuff and you get a lot of nonsense that gets posted. Um, yeah. And so a lot of people are like, oh, social media is stupid. Like, well, not if you do, not if you do, do it right. Um, so I've come to find that, you know, the direct selling industry, you know, network marketing is kind of the same way. Like, yeah, there's a lot of nonsense, but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, so it's just kind of been like my own journey of like, trying to live more consistently with what I believed in theory. Um, so being able to, to get more involved in politics in the way that I think a Christian is supposed to, you know, be, being able to get involved in the area of business in a way that I think a Christian is supposed to, and that's still available to me um, to do much else. Like I would have to move away from being in ministry or, or being a pastor and go into something right. full time. This allows me to, to do it part time. Um, and it, it's you know, very decentralized and kind of democratized and allows me the freedom to do things differently. Like I don't have to do things, you know, the way everybody else in this industry does things. Um, right. I am kind of I am kind of finding out that there are some social media guidelines that you know, Amway as a corporation has. You know, I think there is some similar concern. Like you know, you are representing our global corporation, and and we don't want you know. Yeah. Any loose cannon just kind of going off. And so I, I get it. I, I understand that and respect that. So I'm kind of trying to find the line, not in a rebellious kind of way, obviously, but but in a way where I'm not going to, you know, upset anybody. I'm not going to be in breach of contract. I'm not going to set off you know, any red flags. And, and if I you know, were to make a slight infraction here or there by producing so much content and especially a lot of content around not just products that I represent, but who I am and how I'm trying to do things that people would be able to say like, okay, yeah, maybe they te he technically, you know, crossed a, a line here or there with the content that he's making, but you know, the way that he's going about things, like he's, he's being the, the type of brand ambassador we would want to. So I want to make it hard for, you know, for anybody to slap my wrist if I were to yeah, that's right. commit some kind of an infraction. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really had very many people. Uh, I don't think I've had anybody come up to me and say, hey, I think you're posting too much. Um, the, the, the only negative stuff that I've gotten is like my, my brothers, maybe just kind of being a little bit slightly, slightly snarky and, in, in, you know, their use of the term output habit or something like that. Or, you know, I might, yeah. you know, whip out, whip, I, might I might whip out my phone or something like that and, you know, take a picture or get a little bit of video or something like that. It's like, I don't know if I want to end up on the output habit or, or something like that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's just like, you know, tongue in cheek, good humored, like yeah. not, not in any way conveying like, Hey, we think what you're doing is, is wrong or stupid, or, you know, it's just, yeah. just, you know, it's just the, the, just kind of the Robinson humor and way of, you know, messing with each other a little bit. So, I, I mean, I, I haven't really had anybody in my, my church take me aside and be like, you know, concerned about, you know, what I'm doing. I didn't plan it this way, but I kind of, when I, you know, first started thinking about what Darren was saying and things I was listening to on the podcast, at first it was just kind of like motivational and thinking about like, okay, the, you know, the hustle, the grind. Yeah, I get it. I mean, that's what I try to do with, with this business anyway. That's what I try to do with ministry. That's what I try to do with everything. Um, so I wasn't really thinking about how to like really implement anything he was talking about practically early on, like in those first episodes. Um, I'm just kind of thinking about his stories about being a filmmaker and just kind of drawing principles from that and applying it. But then like he's getting into social media and, and content creation. And like, I started to think like that might actually, there might be actually be some practical application for me here. Um, and I wasn't quite sure what it looked like. And so like, I just, I, I think I did, you know, um, I did something on this that I think you saw where I was just kind of going through my journey and, and kind of documenting that and talking about that where like, I just started with posting a short video on Facebook every day, just like, and that's where the output habit came from. Just like, I just need to get thoughts out and just put it out there. Not really with a ton of strategy, not like thinking about where it was going to go, but I just knew like I needed to start somewhere and I needed to start doing this. So I think by doing that, and of course it wasn't connected, you know, to business. It wasn't connected to Amway at all or anything like that. Not that I was trying to be um, sneaky about it or anything like that. It's just, yeah, I just need to start somewhere. 
I'm not, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know exactly where, how to apply it, but I just know that learning to put things out there and to communicate, is just going to be good in general, just across the board, having this, this skill and developing that. Um, so I just started doing that and, you know, people responded very positively to that. You know, it's, it's, it's very non-threatening. Uh, it's just, you know, documenting things, you know, a thought of the day, basically. And so I've, I've, it just kind of has evolved and refined. I went kind of from that to taking on, um, you know, the kind of like 30 day challenge that Darren mentioned in one of those early uh, podcast episodes, like, okay, I need to create something, you know, from a video standpoint, and just create it and post it and just make sure I do that every day. And so sometimes it has to do with family, sometimes it has to do with exercising, sometimes it has to do with just whatever it is that's going on, just document, don't create, like, don't worry about like, focusing too much on the subject matter, just what's going on, document it, find a way to be creative and, and, and utilize the storytelling aspect. Um, and so I, I in, it was in that that I started to try to, you know, get a little bit um, strategic and like, okay, what are products that I use? And, and so like in those 30 day challenges, like I did like a commercial for my Adidas shoes, cause I really like them. And so like, I, I did uh, I did one for like our adventure for that's not Nerf but Adventure Force um, you know guns right. that we like to use and so just developing the the skill set of being able to present something in a positive way with integrity uh, and like okay I I think I can do this with the products that I represent uh, as I continue to just have this habit of building up things promoting things being positive about things in general. Um, and being able to, to basically have, build a brand and reputation of, you know, being somebody who can articulate the value that something has to offer people, whether it profits me or not, and just trying to be really good at that and produce content around that, um, so that when I'm promoting something that I, it does affect me financially, you know, it's maybe not seen with as much suspicion, because I just I have that brand, I have that habit of, talking up things with integrity in a trustworthy way, whatever I think might be a, a benefit to people. Um, so right. I've, I've um, had some, some success as I've gotten more comfortable. Again, it's been very gradual, maybe probably a little too slow. I'm maybe still a little too hesitant, a little too reluctant to, um, to talk about things or bring up things that are more directly um, connected to the business, whether it's, you know, just a fear of man issue, you know, people hear Amway and, and have issues with that, or like, oh, he's pushing products, or um, even just more recently, just trying to make sure I'm not crossing lines in terms of the, what I'm posting when it comes to Amway social media guidelines. Um, so there, there have been an, a, a number of things that have maybe kind of pushed me into the safe zone, you know, taking a picture of myself every morning before going out running, like, okay, like, that's safe, you know, <laughs> like, right. but I mean, it, but it, it's, it's still low hanging fruit. It's not like it doesn't have any value whatsoever. Um, and I do get feedback from people like yourself who say like, Hey, that inspires me or, or, and, and that's, I always get positive feedback about that sort of thing. I haven't gotten a lot of like, Hey, it kind of seems like you're boasting. It kind of seems like you're bragging. Um, and I've tried to communicate as much as I can, not just what I'm doing, but why I'm even sharing what I'm doing to hopefully get ahead of some of that stuff. But maybe this is a long answer. Um, I have gotten some people asking me now about you know my business. So how, you know how is your business going? Like before creating content, that person probably wouldn't have even known I had a business. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. and people asking about products, and I've made some sales. You know, from again two people that would have never known that I even had a business if I hadn't been putting out content. So slowly but surely, like there are leads being generated. Whereas before, you know, a lot of the, the, the tactics or the, the strategies are, you know, you have to, you know, deal with people that, that, you know, and, and so being able to communicate to somebody that, that I have a business that I have products to offer and potentially sell people products, like how do I communicate to the people that I know that I'm not just trying to leverage my relationship with you. Like, I don't want you to buy something from me just because we know each other. It's like, right. I just want you to be able to, to look at the product. If you see value in it, if it does help you, if, if the, the, the value meets the, meets the price point and you think that's good, great. If you don't, that's okay. You can say no. I, I, so many people like, I think they get uncomfortable if you put them in a situation where they feel like they should say no, but they know you, so they don't want to say no. 
Um, so content communication has made that a little bit simpler just to let people know in a more non-threatening way. Um, but yeah, I'm still trying to, to, to figure out the right balance of just, you know, all the content that I post is brand build because it's talk, it's showing something about who I am uh, and what I'm about. Um, but then like, you know, how much, how much, you know, marketing, how much, you know, targeted stuff do I put in there? That's something that I'm still, still working out. Right. Yeah. Is that something that like, cause I, I before I started this business, I, I thought a lot about, you know, um, well, I have franchise experience. Um, I could probably leverage that and get into mm -hmm. another franchise and stuff, but really like I, I, um, you know, I had seen the initial effects of COVID and I don't know what it's like over there in Wisconsin, but in Portland, it is completely insane. Oh man. Um, so we still <laughs> I've have heard some things, forced, yeah. we still have forced mask mandates here and mm -hmm. our, uh, governor is in the process of trying to make a permanent mask mandate here. Um, so man. it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, not to you can edit that out whatever um do you want me to but do you need me to no oh no no no, no. okay uh, just if, just if you feel uncomfortable with any if i go too crazy on any of this uh you can you know whatever you feel comfortable with okay uh, no, I'm, I'm fine but uh but one of the so i saw that i saw it coming um we yeah. ended up actually planning a church um at the beginning of COVID as well for the same reasons mm -hmm. um where we I mean we we told our elders we're like this is this isn't the last time they're going to shut our church down mm -hmm. like we we got to get ahead of this and just didn't really happen um so we planted a church and so that was a lot of the impetus of starting this business was I was like we need uh <laughs> we need to be able to protect people yeah, like that was, I, I, did, I was like, like, if I go and work for Nike, if I go, you know, get a, get a great cush gig there, say I have all this corporate experience in management, and I'm going to go work for Nike, they've got a big headquarters in Portland, right, the moment right. I post, you know, that Jesus is king on my LinkedIn <laughs> account, fired, right, right? Um, and like, that's crazy, mm -hmm. and all of my friends and family that aren't working for other local small businesses are experiencing that same type of pressure mm -hmm. to basically shut up or lose your job. Yeah. Um, and so part of the emphasis for starting Pest Patrol was like, we're going to, we want to be like Noah's Ark. We want to mm -hmm. be a place where people can come, uh, particularly young men can come that have families and they can get a reliable, honest income with mm -hmm. zero threat of being fired for the things that you believe in yeah you know um are you on red so, balloon uh no but okay. i will when we hire i will if i need to but i've got a okay. pretty good pool here locally you don't need that to hire right now okay yeah but yeah they're, they're definitely on my radar um mm -hmm. but so i say all that to say you know i wonder with your amway stuff i wonder if there are other sort of distributors long-term, you know, that you could look at that would more align with some of your visions and values that would allow you more freedom. Because mm -hmm. one of the things that I've been really interested in and trying to do more with our business is, you know, Darren Dunn talks about like, just be, be who you are. The right people will come yeah. and come around that, you know, mm -hmm. um, but it's hard when you have that kind of silent second partner in a business, either a franchise or whatever, mm -hmm. where it's, it, uh, it has a limiting factor where like, you really have to take that into account. Like you covenanted with them to do business right. together. Mm -hmm. So like, you can't screw them over. Right. That's right. part of right. you being honest as a businessman and having integrity. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm just, and I'm, you've probably already thought that through, but I would just like, um, if that is a pressure point, you know, there may be, there may be options that you could look at that would allow more freedom to just mm -hmm. be, I don't know, more aggressively you, if that would, you know, right, um, right. and I think that that would actually have an exponentially drawing effect on people, you mm -hmm. know, on the right, the people I think that you want to have following you. Right. Right. Yeah. So. yeah and and I, I, I don't feel any 
I mean, there's two things I'll, I'll comment on. I don't really feel any constraints about my ability to be able to post things to okay. Okay. communicate who I am and what I'm about. It's just when it comes to posting things about Amway in particular, products in particular, yeah. um, that, 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 that's, that's the only, I mean, so like they have social media guidelines um, right. and there's very, very few like hard and fast rules that I've come across. And, you know, most of those aren't creating issues for me at all. Um, it, it's more of the th something that I just need to look at a little bit more closely, figure out, make sure I, I do know and understand the difference between like, this is a guideline, this is what we would prefer versus like, this will get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't, sure. I'm not too concerned about that. I have thought about That's other, good. other things or other, you know, potential suppliers if I, if I needed to go that route. Are you familiar with Ben Greenfield? Yeah. So he's, so his company, Keon is, is one that's, that's one that might, um, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not sure quite how it works, but I think there is some kind of affiliate program that, that he uses and, and, and utilizes. I don't know nearly how I haven't investigated enough to know how it compares to Amway's compensation plan and, and, you know, what, what you can do there if you're able to, um, you know, to kind of use a, a franchise model. Like if you're able to like, you know, basically start other franchise by, by, you know, um, enrolling other 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 people to be able to be distributors um or right. if it's just a straight sales affiliate just like you know you can market the product yourself um, but i have yeah. an, in my news feed you know these other random people who have you know sponsored keon ads that they are obviously representing the product themselves too but um and that's that's obviously i, I think he's obviously a little bit more willing and open to uh, the way that he's running his company to be able to allow people to do stuff like that. But I yeah. haven't looked at it that closely, but it is something that's like, Hmm, maybe like if I needed to, <laughs> that's something that I would. Yeah. Look but at. it sounds like you're not necessarily having to deal with, you know, uh, as much of those constraints. Like if they're still cool with you posting personally about stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 That's, that's hard. That's really interesting. I've never even thought about I just never had a product either. I've never sold a product before, so that's kind of easy, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I've found the way in which I want to do it. Um, and again, that came by by doing, because um, you know I've I've encountered you know other other companies and the way other people do things, and it's just you know it seems to be you know either people go the route of trying to leverage the relationship to to sell their product or they, they have to hype the product so much and yeah. like, well, if I don't necessarily get like this uh, insane result from this that I can then post, you know, on transformation Tuesday, like <laughs> on my before and after photo or, or whatever, right. like, right. I can, like, is there any, is there any other way that I can, uh, that I can market a product? And, you know, for me, it's just been like, okay, there's a ton of different products and, and, and different, realms of, of products that Amway has. I mean, they're, they're huge in that regard. So there's plenty of opportunity for me to, to find some that I like in different parts of my daily life. And yeah, just talk about like, this is a product that I use. This is what I like about it. This is why I use it. Uh, it's like, okay, I yeah. can do that. <laughs> I can do that. And, and yeah, it's a lot easier to go about that by posting on social media than to like set up a sales call and act that yeah. casual about it. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've always been put off by um, some of the network marketing, you know, candles or jewelry or whatever. And you, you inevitably get like the Facebook message from the person you haven't heard from in, you know, right. seven years. And they're like, hey, come to my party. Like, oh, gosh. And then you don't respond. And then they follow you like a follow up message. You're like, come on, I literally, we haven't talked to you. So yeah, I think the more organic way, it's just so much better. And I've, I mean, yeah, I've seen a few of those ones like that that you've done. I've been really encouraged by by those. Um, and I've clicked into your Amway store before. I haven't bought oh, anything uh, yet, but I've yeah, I've clicked in there um, from from those you know videos, seeing those, being like, huh, what other product does you know what other products does he sell? That's kind of kind of neat. <laughs> so I think that's a really cool model. Um, and yeah, it's like. If you're selling things that are valuable, then that's, you know, that's great. People need right. to know about it. <laughs>
well, that's cool. That's that, that's encouraging, uh, you know, to be able to get that feedback from an outsider and and just to get a little bit of feedback. I'm like, I think maybe I'm coming across this way, but just to hear that, okay, people are at least there are some people that are are getting it that way. So that that that's encouraging. And I I want to thank you again in person for that one post that you made. I think soon after we kind of came across one another. I mean, yeah. that was like this guy doesn't even know me and he interacts with my content and he actually makes a post about his reaction to it. And it was just that, you know, I almost said flattering. Like it, it wasn't flattery. It was just a genuine, like heartfelt appreciation for the way I was doing things like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> it just, it touches the nerve. So thank you <laughs> in a good way. It touched a good. Yeah, nerve. totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the power of social media, man. You know, you yeah, put out really something is. and it, it inspires a random guy, right? It's like, yeah. that's so cool. <laughs> I actually, I, I wanted to, I thought about like sending like you guys a case of like our excess energy drink just to like say thank you and like just to, to bless Pest Patrol. But like, we don't really know each other. Like maybe that's going to come across as like, like, oh, like he's, <laughs> he's just he's jumping on, you know, jumping on it and just trying to generate some business out of that. It's like, I don't know. but i I would i would be i would be happy to to send your team a case of of energy drinks if that's something you think that they would would appreciate but we could talk about that after we stop recording yeah that's awesome hey send it over that's so funny if if i had gotten that i would have i would have snapped a picture and said mark is awesome (laughs) just sent me a case of Dog, <laughs> darn! I should. Well, send it to me, and then I'll snap a picture and post okay. about it. <laughs> Sounds good. That's good. Uh, that's great. Alrighty. Well, that's that's probably all I had for today. If there's anything else you wanted, to, I mean, I'm 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 fine answering questions too, um, but I want to respect your time and family as well. No, yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic. I really I'm super thankful, honored to be asked to come on and uh, yeah it's been fun interaction with you on socials and good to meet you in person yeah absolutely this is great this is a lot of fun maybe we'll we'll check in again sometime in you know a few months several months and see how we're both doing yep absolutely and come to the uh fight laugh feast conference oh yeah that'd be great to to connect up there um or grace agenda have you gone to grace (laughs) agenda at all uh, I, it's, it's something that like I've I've heard about, but I'm not as familiar with as like the Fight Left Feast Conference or like the rally that they did in South Dakota. Maybe just because I do, I listen primarily to cross politic and yeah, like they mention it, but they don't like push and explain the details nearly as much as they do. Which you know makes make sense. It's like this is our thing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'd be happy to to make it out to any of those things. Um, just sometimes the trap you know the, the time and travel constraints <laughs> yeah and you're and you're a, a pastor so you've got a pretty consistent uh obligation weekly <laughs> right right <laughs> or probably a bunch of obligations weekly <laughs> <laughs> some some for sure cool. <laughs> all right cool all righty well thanks again i will i'll hit the stop on the recording and uh hope you have a, a great rest of your day and we'll check in sometime okay thanks so much mark Hey, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If I was able to serve you in any way, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with a procrastinator or an overthinker who you might know.